figuring out the world one conversation at a time. Tag along as I discuss the mundane spectrum of everyday life with regular people like you and I. Hear different opinions and perspectives as we live a little, laugh a little, learn to love a little more. Through ourselves and with other people. Slice of life with Shane. Now you guys, I know it's been a couple of months since I released my first episode. But I just wanted to check in with everybody. And I really hope that you guys are maintaining the beliefs in love and in happiness and in faith. Because in order to survive the next four years, we are going to need to rely heavily on those foundations. You know, with a year as strongly fragmented in hatred and bigotry and, you know, contempt and resentment, rancor, pain, hostility, as 2020 was, we need to start existing in kindness and happiness and love and community and, you know, just higher regard for one another. That's the only way we're going to overcome everything that's been, that we've had to stare in the face this year. That's the only way we're going to overcome racism and transphobia and homophobia and, you know, anti-Semitism. That's the only way we're going to win. We have to develop our sense of community. We have to proliferate these feelings of compassion, understanding, and sympathy. And we have to live in it. We have to make the conscious decision every time. It has to be intentional. We have to choose to love. When you walk outside and you see people, you have to choose to love them. You know, you don't exist separately from these people. This is your community. You have to choose to greet everybody outside with love and compassion. You have to choose to treat your community with love and compassion. You have to choose to treat your area, your environment with love and compassion. The world is dying, you guys. And we don't have much time left to save it. We don't have much time left to save ourselves. And with the power that evil has brewed, especially this year for the past 400 years, evil seems to be succeeding and we cannot allow that. We cannot allow for execration and disgust and detestation to exist freely and to exist powerfully in our societies. We must reinforce our communities if we are to outlast this evil. If we are to outlast this malevolence, we have to reinforce these positive feelings. We have to reinforce these feelings of love in ourselves and in one another. That is the only way love will come, love will overcome. And it's inevitable. If it doesn't happen with us, it will happen with somebody. It will happen generations after we are here. It is inevitable. But we have to begin the work. We have to lay the groundwork. Love is unstoppable. As powerful as evil is, as you know, as intelligent as evil is, as manipulative as evil is, love cannot be stopped. We have to end these systems of oppression. We have to end these practices that allow for hatred. We have to end these practices that allow for dissent and divided communities. You know, we have to come back to being a family. And I don't mean that in a literal sense. I mean family as humans. I mean, we need to return to that feeling of community. You know, you, you, you can't just disregard people or forsake people because you have some different beliefs. When I say different beliefs, you know, I don't, I don't mean in the sense that, you know, we disagree on the foundation of humanity. I don't mean that, you know, this person disagrees with you being human because you're gay. Or this person disagrees with your humanity or denounces your humanity because you're black or you're this or you're that. When I say disagreements, I mean, you know, all right, 
you don't want me to build this garden here. Okay, that's fine. You don't want this building to exist here. That's fine. We can accommodate those types of decisions. We can accommodate those differences. What we cannot accommodate, what we cannot abide by is the idea or the notion that any other human is less than, you know, you or me because of something entirely outside of your control. I cannot abide for hatred of gay people. I cannot abide for hatred of black people. And these feelings, these sentiments, they exist in every community. We cannot act like this is, these problems are above us because they're not. There's homophobia in the black community. Shit, there's internalized racism in the black community. There's colorism. You know? And then, you know, it's a lot harder to fight these issues when we have to sit here and act like it doesn't exist at our doorstep. If we don't address it at the epicenter, if we don't address homophobia as black people in the black community, we don't address colorism as black people in the black community, we don't address internalized racism as black people in the black community, how can we expect for us to efficiently hold other communities accountable? How is that an expectation? Hey, you're not supposed to be using the red pencil as I write my essay with the red pencil. How does that work? Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I love the idea that, you know, we all should be working towards this. And that's true. But we have to be willing to do the work. And then we must all come together to dismantle these systems of oppression. Economically, medically, you know, the housing market, poverty, all this. We have to work together. Black, white, Asian, Latino, gay, straight, queer, non-binary. We have to come together to dismantle these practices that allow for the criminalization of regular people, the criminalization and the villainization of people who don't deserve it, that allow for black death, that allow for queer death, that allow for bodies to be left in the streets 20 minutes without proper aid, that allow for police officers to come into your community and discharge their weapons without proper cause, without proper procedure without proper training. We have to dismantle these systems and these ideas and these practices and these ideologies that make room for everything that shouldn't be. 